Hey, it's Pamela and Carrie Clark mm -hmm. joining you once again to share, we hope, some wonderful information with you that you're able to use. Y'all, guess what? We're starting a new, we're diving into a new growth area here right. at CarrieAClark.com. We're going to be talking about life growth area number three. So for those of you that are just joining us, you'll definitely want to go back and, and, and take a listen to life growth area number one here. Our home. Life growth area number two. Our work. Catch up on those. I was wondering <laughs> who's going to remember. Um, but there was some great information in those life growth areas. So we, we certainly do want you to go back, take a listen to those, um, you know, and, and just kind of see what you can what you can use from that information and apply it. But this particular life growth area number three is going to really start talking about um, our spirituality. Um, you know, we we make no no um, I guess apologies for where we are in our journey um, as far as that goes, and, and we're hoping that we can share some things with you guys, um, some lessons learned along the way, and and just kind of how we how we navigate that today um, in the world that we live in. So. We're going to start with life growth area number three, our spirituality, not like anyone else. Let me repeat that. That's life's growth area number three, our spirituality. And I have entitled this section, not like anyone else. In fact, I use that title to sneak in something on you. I want to talk today about, introduce you to rather, your life growth area as it relates to your spirituality which includes church and religion and so let me just get started with this content so we can get moving the message of the bible is not intended to teach you right from wrong that's where we err you know i have to talk about the bible because it's the most complete leadership life-changing self-help book on the planet in fact it's the most sold most popular book that has ever existed ever been written and it's the only book that has so much content that others use it and disguise its words in their books i remember steve harvey doing a talk where he described books like the secret Think and Grow Rich, The Millionaire Next Door, and the list goes on and on. Like Steve Harvey said, he's read all those books. I've read many of them, and most of their concepts, their principles, their thinking, their thoughts, come from biblical influence, and many have direct quotes from the Bible. The Bible is my number one tool for not only content, but wisdom and guidance and insight and something to prompt change in the way we think. If you read it and study it, you'll grow like none other. Again, let me say this. The message of the Bible is not intended to teach you right from wrong. Now, this is not a Bible lesson. Obviously, most people who read the Bible, think of the Bible, think of church, use the Bible to tell you what's right and wrong. And that is not what it does. It does something different. You see, as far as right and wrong is concerned, in today's society, what's normal, what's common, what's average, we form our own conclusions towards what is right and what is wrong. If you talk about abortion, there's one size that says I'm pro-life and the other says I'm for whatever and I'm for abortion and one side says I'm right, the other side says they're wrong, then you switch sides and they say they're right and the other side is wrong. 
So as a society, what's normal, we form our own conclusions. We've concluded that the Democrats are wrong, depending on who's won the White House. And when the party switches, and we get a Republican president, we say the Republicans are right, and then we'll get a Democratic president, we say the Democrats are right. Again, we form our own conclusions. As it relates to church and your spirituality, if someone says, is drinking wrong? Of course, most churchgoers will say you can't drink. Yet there are indications in the Bible that even Jesus turned water into wine. Now why would he do that? And I'm not trying to debate the argument whether drinking is right or wrong. I just want to point out something to you that the message of the Bible is not intended to teach you right from wrong. That's ordinary, normal thinking. Here's what the Bible teaches us. It teaches us the difference between what's common and what the Bible calls holy, which means uncommon. It's the difference between what's commonly done and what uncommon people do. That's the message of the Bible. That's what it does. If you look at every character, if you look at every book, if you study its words, you'll see what ordinary people do, what's normal, what's natural, what's common, what society does, what's culturally correct, and it tells you something that's in opposition to that. The word the Bible uses is called holy. That word is the most misused, misunderstood word in the Bible. In fact, the Bible's title, <laughs> it says it's the Holy Bible, not meaning it's just a sacred book, which it is. It just means it's a book that's unlike any other. And so when you apply that word holy with that meaning, meaning it's just not ordinary, it's not natural, it's not average, it's not common, it's not the normal way, it's not the most popular way, it's not popular thinking, it doesn't go culture's way, then that word means it's uncommon. And that's why it's entitled this growth life area, not like anyone else. See, the Bible is designed to make you unlike anyone else. The Bible gives you teaching that is not like anyone else. It gives you insight that is unlike anything else. And so in concluding this portion of this message, this introduction, I conclude that the Bible is designed to make you something other than common. Kira, you have anything you want to add to that? Yes, in, in this life growth area, we, we talk about <clears throat> how to transform us into the people that we are. It starts in your mind, which is influenced by your spirit. And so that being the case, we choose to put things in our mind and in our heart that are, un are unlike what ordinary people do. In fact, most people don't even consider this part of their being. And so that's what puts them on uh, a normal course. So because we even draw and you know get put a place great attention on it, therefore we're already off the normal path onto a course that's not like anyone else. I'm thinking of a quote, um, and it's okay. not really a quote, but it's a passage that talks about think upon these things. Yes, yeah. Um, it's yes. That's that's a good statement. And even when we uh, pray with Tamia each morning, and a part of her prayer is. 
of, you know, thinking on good things, mm -hmm. things that are worth thinking about. We say stuff like think successful thoughts, thoughts of victory, hope, faith, peace, peace, excelling. You want to get your mind focused on things so that you can be pointed in that direction as opposed to the opposite which normal people think about. Listen to these words, stress, overwork, too busy, tired. When you start thinking on those terms, that's where you head, you know, in your body, your head space, you know, your abilities head that way, defeat, you know, you don't yeah. want to think thoughts like that, but you want to think thoughts that are worth thinking. And it's a process, y'all. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's not something that you will accomplish overnight. I think it takes um, some some steps, some processes to put in place. Um, it takes developing a habit, right? Mm -hmm. to, to start thinking about those things that are positive. Because I think it's, naturally, I think it's easy to go in the opposite direction. Absolutely. Um, it takes a lot of training and, and discipline. One of your favorite <laughs> words, discipline. Um, towards you and your yeah. discipline. Yeah, um, one of my favorite words. <laughs> it, it takes a lot of discipline to go and think think the opposite of, of being negative. But anyway, y'all, there is so much more to come in, in this particular area. So stay tuned. We're going to share more with you as we dive into these um, areas of our spirituality. And hey, if y'all got questions as you start watching these podcasts, don't hesitate in reaching out. We'd love to be able to, to engage with you and have a conversation about those things. So stay tuned for the following episodes and we will see y'all real soon. Carrie, you have closing comments? No? Oh, all right, then y'all check us out. That does not happen often. Um, check us out at kerryaclark.com. You'll find all of our links um, to our, our, our information there and definitely check out our blog post. Um, no longer common. That's one of my favorites. And we will see y'all soon. Thank you so much for joining. All right, here we go. Life growth area number three. Our spirituality in five, four, three, two. All right, then y'all check us out. That does not happen often. Um, <laughs> Why did you not say anything? Look at your notes. Notes. Oh. Notes. All right. I missed it. Whatever. Intro. We'll make it work. It might be a short episode. I might just use that one by myself. You did it like it was a standalone. So I, I thought it was a standalone. <laughs>